episode 50 of The Platformers, a show about nerd culture with three best friends that barely know each other. I am your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Chris Shriver. And I am Martin Galazzi. This time, we are going to talk a whole lot about E3, specifically the EA, Ubisoft, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, and PC, and all sorts of other business. So all of E3. All of E3. The whole (laughs) thing. And I'm going to name it in every part, starting with every game, starting right now. I'm just kidding. We're going to get into that later. But thank you very much for joining us. If you watched along on our streams uh, on twitch.tv slash the platformers podcast, thank you very much. We had a blast hanging out with you, chatting with you about all the weird stuff that was going on, all the freaking crazy surprises, all the stuff that was a little boring and lagged on for way too long, and the people that missed high fives and all that sort of business. But first, I want to start off with kisses. You, you boys like Kisses? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Big fan. Now, you like those little those little pecs? The little cute pecs? You like no, the open no, mouth no, no. stuff? A little bit of the tongue? Open mouth and then occasional tongue. Nothing yeah, too crazy. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just that's... Chris and I are tracking here. We both like similar things from Kisses. What about you, Marty? I'm, I'm on that boat. I, I mean, I like a peck here and there. It's nice yeah? to come in with the peck, leave with the peck. You know, it's very, yeah. uh, very loving. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Also a hug guy myself. You guys like hugs? Man, I like a good hug. Yeah. I think, I think anybody who tries to A-frame me or give me a side hug needs to get the hell out. Yeah. Just I haven't been A-framed in a long time. Yeah. What's A-frame? I forget. It's I the feel like one, I knew this in middle it's, school. It's the one where your, where your, your belts don't touch. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, so Where I'm thinking, like, like have you ever seen if you it? look at the two people, if you look at the two people, like, they're hugging like this, and then it looks like you're an A, you know? Yeah. So, I thought you were referring to people who, like, put their arms at their sides and, like, don't give you a hug back, they just receive it. <laughs> have you ever had <laughs> no. that happen? No, get out of here. <laughs> Somebody just stands rigid. Yeah, they, they're just, just like, like all they, right, they put your arms it, between like, mine. Yeah, I'm not going to hug you back. This is a purely one-sided affection. <laughs> Don't get the wrong idea. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> I, could, I could use a hug right now. Yeah, well, okay, hold on. Let me, let me digitally, let me reach out here. Let me just. I'm A-framing uh, you. Yeah. Oh, no. damn it, Marty. <laughs> I just told you but I don't cr- like that. But Chris right. is rude. And Marty and I are hugging, uh, and we're having sex. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was so <laughs> full fast. Full-on penetration. What? Yeah. So, speaking of uh, full-on, uh, let's talk about the E3 press conferences, starting with EA. <sighs> Do we have to? What a terrible place to start. Yeah. It, it, but you know what? It gets it out of the way. I figure we do everything in order because this was the order that everything came out. Yeah. You know, it just makes sense. Also, it was a bit of a slow start. Listen, uh, I want it first, I want to hear you guys' favorites. Favorites of EA? Yeah, no, just of the show. Let's just talk it out. Favorite favorite thing in the show, and then we'll kind of touch on what we liked. In Man, the I don't episodes. want to freaking have spoilers. What? What do you For mean later spoilers? on in the show? Because my fa- if I say my favorite thing, then it's just going to be, well, all the stuff that we talk about now isn't as good as that. Dude, I have a list of, like, 15, 20 games that I loved, but I have, like, three or four favorites. Yeah. yeah. Chris, how about you? What do you got? 
I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Marty, only because I feel like we don't. I, part of me feels like we don't need to go through. No, we don't. Excruciating detail nah, each I just conference. Talk, yeah, everyone that listens to a specific video game show <laughs> is aware of what video games were shown at E3. Yeah, and I think that hey, it's we it's don't great, know that it's great to talk about what we thought was great, what we think is worth mentioning. I'm not literally about to go talk about NBA Live or FIFA. Okay, all right. I know we can talk about talk NBA about. Live and how it doesn't need to exist. We can definitely yeah. talk about that. I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Battlefront right. Two looks great, but like it's so, Battlefront yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. So EA did a whole bunch of sports stuff. It looks like they're taking the story-related business, like everybody else is doing, and then they actually released some stuff that looks really good. Like Battlefront Two looks legit good. Like I'm actually excited about yeah, that. Yeah, looks stunning. Like, is it I bad? Actually get that. I like forgot in the midst of everything else that we've seen. I forgot that we even saw Battlefront Two. No, me yeah. too. Like, I forgot. <laughs> Until literally this moment when I looked at the list, and I yeah. was like, oh, Battlefront 2. Like, I don't even think forgot. that's on my list, and I have, like, 30 games on here. <laughs> I hardcore forgot about A Way Out, which was the EA yep. prison the game. Yeah. And I forgot about Battlefront 2. Like, those were the first things shown that were amazing. Um, a Way Out looks like one of the best co-op games that I've ever seen. Um, just strictly, like, story and then gameplay, I love the dynamic camera where, like, one person can be in a cutscene and the other person can be playing. I love the, f- it's like, cool. where it slides really back cool. and forth. Yeah, like, it looks amazing in that way. Um, and then and then Battlefront 2, obviously, looks like more Battlefront, but they kind of got rid of all the gripes that a lot of people had. They have a single-player story, which looks pretty deep. The actress, um, the main actress that's, like, kind of... The, the heart of the story, I think. She's amazing. She was in um, she was in True Blood, and I really liked her there. She's And she she anchored that show. At the yeah, end. she hosted like, the event r- super well. She, well, she didn't even host amped. the event. She just hosted Battlefield, or Battlefield. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that was the memorable part of that show. So yeah. I th- They really I need to have awesome. her just host all yeah. of EA. Or, or the way out guy. Yeah. Like, he was so jazzed about, about showing his game. Like, I thought it yeah. was awesome. Also, I don't know if you guys saw this. There was a picture of his brother, because apparently his brother is the is the freaking yeah. lamb chop guy. Yep. Oh, really? Like, the, the guy Dude. with the chops. And he looks yeah. just like, like, I was like, it's oh, this uncanny. is kind of weird. Like, like, they've got these kind of caricature styled people with exaggerated features. No, it was a picture of him right next to the yeah. thing. He looks <laughs> yeah. exactly like that. His nose is like, like he that. Just looks he's like got that. the burns. Yeah, he's awesome. That's yeah. wild. I was like, man, that is, that is crazy. Um, this guy looks like a freaking Pixar movie character, <laughs> but like in real life. Yeah, like a greaser, but in in real yeah. life. Yeah. What uh, what was your favorite stuff from EA, bro? I don't know why I just uh, called you bro. I'm just I'm in EA mode, you know. Bro, let's play some hey, football, bro. dog. Hey, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we would be, like. I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that Need for Speed basically looks like a Fast and the Furious game. Yep. Uh, that looked really awesome. Very arcadey, like slow down when you slam into people. But the thing that really spoke to me about EA show has to be Anthem. Like, see, that's the thing. It like I would agree with you, except we got an 18 second teaser and that's it. Yeah, we didn't even know what it was. We like, didn't see it, the any excitement for EA. Anthem came with the Xbox conference, yep. not well, necessarily yes, the EA one. But I'm just saying, like, 
being that if it's we're talking after yeah. like when I yeah. look at when I look at something that says Anthem Bioware Scorpio like when I look at that now like I know what it is and I'm really yeah. excited like granted that didn't that didn't get me so if we're gonna if we're gonna purely talk about during the E3 conference yeah. for like the EA put out I was intrigued by Anthem yeah definitely that was still definitely probably my number one out of there because it it is Bioware um, so it, that would it been, had the most like surprise right yeah it had a mystique to it and like i don't want to get off base here but there was literally three surprises in this whole show that for me at least yeah and like that's it and so i think when when anthem came out and that's definitely one of the three um that mattered like it was it was big it had presence so i'm i'm with you anthem is probably game of the show or close to oh man and it's early it's real early you guys let me just scroll down like i don't agree we'll 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 hold on to it i don't agree with that game of the show at all but that's definitely on my short list when i mean sure i i game of the show is is a hard thing to say because i am the most intrigued and i anticipate that game and more of it the most Right? Yeah. But we didn't see enough for it to be like game of the show based on all criteria. And granted, it's all arbitrary, just bullshit. Like, for sure. Whatever we I want like, goes. I but. feel like we've seen about an, as much of that as we had seen of Horizon when they first showed that. When a lot of people were giving that game of the show. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like... Yeah, and, I, like, Colin Moriarty like, and stuff talked about it, where they're like, yeah, well, yeah, Horizon looked great. We saw literally nothing. Yeah, basically. Uh, and, and that might be the case. There were a lot of super cool-looking things. Uh, so, I mean, what do you say we move on to the Xbox event? Please. Wait, 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 so, Chris. What about you, sir? What, Anything EA? Specific in EA? Best thing yeah. from EA. Oh, Need for Speed, Probably hands down. For yeah. No, no. For me, um, no. Like I'm excited for Battlefront, but I know what I'm getting. And what's interesting, yeah. Uh, what's interesting about Need for Speed is that with every iteration, they change it enough um, where it's different. Um, so like whether or not it's like a cops and robbers kind of thing, where like a, a hot pursuit or most wanted, um, mm. or Need for Speed Rivals was like really focused on um, just that, like developing rival relationships with these other characters. Yeah. Um, so this one, I like that it's a different tone, um, and I like that you dynamically like change between cars the way that you do. Um, there's like multiple playable characters. It feels yeah, like. yeah, and there's like an actual, there's actual like NP. Well, I don't want to say NPCs, but like characters to put a name to a face. Yep. In this one. Yeah. And it's not just like oh here's a a picture of somebody on a driver's license, like it has been before. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean that was definitely my my freakout moment of that entire conference. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it looked good. It looked <laughs> really good in in a way that like a lot of racing games just don't for me personally. Yeah, they yeah. look like too orderly, like too constructed. Well, and it like, was like a hybrid of Need for Speed and Burnout Revenge, which was yeah. like the last huge. Like, and I know people talk like a real big game on a uh, Burnout Paradise, but I just it didn't really grab me. Um, but Revenge was, like, the last big racing game that I just obsessed over for, like, a year straight. Yeah. I think the, the surprise of the show for me was that Battlefront chose to show a freaking prequel battle. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get droids up it, in here. All right. It still looked that it still looked good. Stunning. Freaking Darth yeah, Maul taking amazing. fools out. I did think it was funny that they were like, oh, when you get to play it as a droid, how cool is that? And I was yeah. like, yeah, think about well, what you just said. You, <laughs> had, me with, you had me with the original Battlefront with a freaking stormtrooper. Like droids are not cooler than stormtroopers. Yeah. Like they will never be. Yeah. I, I do love they clones though. I think clones are awesome. Granted, they're just stormtroopers, but they're stormtrooper stormtroopers with personality, which I think is cool. I guess so. Yeah. Well, like stormtroopers yeah. is just one dude in one white suit. Like, the, I I, yeah, I don't I mean, mean that literally, so, yeah. but it's just the same thing. But you clones, mean stuff like Commander very, Cody or like yeah, different stuff like that? Yeah, I, I love that clones have like a identity, whereas whereas the yeah. the stormtroopers are just stormtroopers. And granted, there's like shadow troopers and death troopers and whatever, but and biker scouts and stuff yeah. like that. And now there's even more, of course, with with the new uh, the yeah. new stuff. But and of course, you know. if you go into freaking you know uh, shadows, then there's like uh, dark troopers and different stuff like that. Yep. But anyway, I was partial. When I was playing with my action figures as a kid, to the flame troopers. Yeah. The guys cool. with the orange shoulder pads that rode on the dewbacks and had the giant flamethrowers that were like freaking four and a half feet long. Yep. Crazy. Those guys look so cool. They had <laughs> backpacks and a freaking shoulder pad. That was what made them so cool to me. Shoulder pads. That's what was cool in the Legit, 80s. I would take their flamethrowers out and just give them like a regular blaster rifle, like that freaking E11 sweetness. Mmm. So good. <laughs> Nerd. Nerding out about stormtroopers and Star Wars. So Xbox. Xbox, they finally announced Project Scorpio, and it is called Xbox One X, and it is $499. Get rid of that marketing speak. It's freaking $500, guys. Come on. And it's coming out on November 7th this year, which we were expecting. Yep. Um, at a price that I think some of us were expecting. I was hoping that they would go down and make it $400, but I, I knew that it was probably going to be 5 um, Yeah, we talked about that pre-show. Stuff. Yeah, and that's what they, that's what they came out with. Then they went into an announcement of Forza 7, which didn't do anything for me, but they, like, made a big deal about how, oh, we're revealing this Porsche 911 brand new. I mean, that was a sexy-ass car. Yeah. Like, yes. It was gorgeous. Yes, And you it get was. to drive it in that freaking game. It's going to be great. In that game, but I would much rather drive it in real life, though. That's yeah. never going to happen, so. This is the thing <laughs> about, this is the thing about racing games, like, and granted, I know that, like, there's, you'd have to go to specific places to be able to do this sort of stuff, but, like, I like it. I would rather just drive. If I'm going to drive fast and, like, have a lot of fun with it, like, I, you don't feel the Gs, you know what I mean? You don't feel those nerdy bro Gs oh when God. you're playing those games. <laughs> anyway. Loser. Uh, Metro Exodus, I thought it looked pretty cool. It, I was getting some serious Bioshock vibes from it. I haven't liked the previous Metro games, but Exodus is, like, one that I m- might try. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it, it looked cool. It looked cool. It's one of those games I know I'll never play. Like yeah, it'll come out here. and I'll be like, wow, that looks awesome. And then I'll, uh, for whatever reason, they just, I have both Metro games. and Same here. Yeah. I, I, I In my list, I have Metro asterisk? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, ah, yeah. maybe. Then we had one of the biggest games uh, at the show, at least for Marty, I know, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, no, that's that's on my list here. Um, I, I love it. Like, it looks fantastic. It looks like a yep. reset. I love the story. I think first of all, it's the team that made Black Flag, so it's so you know it's good. Come on, it's gonna be good. I, I, I mean, yeah, you hope, right? I think that the combat it's way tighter, um, at least the way that they're showing it. I, I think there's some things that are a little wonky, and we'll see how they play. Like the hidden blade is not a guaranteed kill anymore. 
um, because they've introduced RPG elements. So they say, like, you have to upgrade your hidden blade to kill higher-level enemies and stuff like that. And I'm like, I get that, but, like, that's a, a huge thing for Assassin's kind of Creed. Yeah. yeah, like, we're... Like, it's also kind of a cheap going, shot. Like, it is, but... Well, I think that, like, even, it, especially Ezio's story did it so well where there would be, like, two guys in, like, big old armor. And it's like, well, early on, okay, you can kill one. You can yeah. even the odds a little bit. Yeah. Or, and then you, or get you your can du- try to, your dual strike. Yep. And then... Exactly. You know. and, then, and then once you do that and you get further on in the game, there's, you know, there's packs of enemies. And, like, they kind of balance that out. I th- that's why I think the, those games are so... Yeah so amazing but you're right chris it is a cheap shot and that they're going with that more rpg action element i think that it might be refreshing um or it might be frustrating it it might be that that thing where like i go to hidden blade somebody and like i just didn't pay attention you know i mean i think they're one level too high for me to hidden kill it makes it more dynamic like you don't have to anytime you walk into one of those scenarios you're not you know, oh, okay, oh, I'll just do this, and you just, you know, smash a blade in the guy's face. Like, I remember Assassin's Creed 1, like, that was just such, like, a process. Like, it got to the point where the game didn't even feel like a game. It was just, like, I was just carrying out the same actions over and over again. Yeah, and I know Assassin's it's, Creed like, 1. one but, yeah. I know, yeah, and I know that game's old and everything, but, and yeah. they've come a old long way, old. but, yeah. But, no, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I just want to say, echo everything that you guys have been saying. It looks interesting. I actually didn't catch the fact that they had a hidden blade, so I'm pretty interested in that because this is the the story and the thing that makes this the most interesting for me is that, as is suggested in the title of Origins, this is the story of the man who started and founded the Assassin's Order, who I thought, well, no, I guess that doesn't make any sense. I never played Assassin's Creed 1, so I never played as Altair. Um... I guess I just kind of assumed that he was the one who started it, but nope. I guess that doesn't make sense because part of the story uh, is him and his master. So if he had yep. a master, then somebody before him had to have started it. Yep. I do like the idea of going back to the beginning and like seeing the events of like what's the state of the world where he decides that having an or- a worldwide secret organization of murderers is necessary. Like that's just really interesting to me. Like I what agree. level of corruption... Like is gonna have to to be, and because that was a big part of the draw of Assassin's Creed Two is like this systemic corruption that you have to root out, and you ca- you just can't do it any other way than by killing these people and just like getting rid of them. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, which is no, a, it's like, great. It, it's always been an interesting kind of philosophical quandary of like you know live and let live, but at the same time like there are some people that are so entrenched in power, you know, and those sorts of things that like sometimes there's just not a n- there's just not a whole lot of options. I'm a necessary yeah. evil. <laughs> oh no, it's Bane. <laughs> those like uh, those games are some of my favorite, like top five at least favorite games of all time, because of that. Like the gameplay is always fun. It's always tight. Like it, it feels smooth, and I feel like a badass, right? And that's so hard to nail in games where you just feel like a pure badass, like Halo, right? Like, yeah. and those games do it in such a way that I think is is perfect, and then they stray away with that obviously further on. But I think that the story is really what anchors those games, and like yeah. the the Desmond Miles stuff, like the the current day going back in the Animus, like it doesn't it gets convoluted, but there's always this like through line, and I'm always like, 
well, I, I know what I'm doing, you know? And, like, they yeah. use that a little bit, like, Black Flag and 3 and stuff, but... When so, they have the character, when when Desmond Miles isn't the main character and they have you running around a Ubisoft office and it becomes yes. very meta. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, it's Epstergo, but still. For sure. But it's Ubisoft. But yeah, yeah no, yeah. like, I don't know. It. I'm, I'm definitely excited for Origins in, in every way that I wasn't excited for um, Liberty. Or what was it called? Syndicate. Syndicate. So, thank you. I yeah, actually like Liberty. I- yeah, Syndicate. I went in uh, a little, a little ways to it. I, I, uh, I was actually borrowing it from a friend, and then I got it myself. It was on sale or something like that, and uh, played into it. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yep, I feel you. Which is, which is kind of a bummer because I feel like it was, I don't know, shaping up to be something good. So here's hoping that this one will actually grab me. It looks um, like it. I mean. We'll see, because there's a lot of other games that are coming out, and we're going to see it's, how much time I actually have when it comes around. And I go. hate to spend this much time on Assassin's Creed, but it is, like, for it's sure. one of my games of the show. Like, for sure. I thought yeah. that, like, it's so good to take that year off and to see what they had time to do. Um, and, and I do think that this is the last chance for Assassin's Creed. At least for a, this, a long this span one, of A long time. Yeah if, yeah, if this one kills it, I think that, yeah, we see It'll one go the way year. of... Yeah, it'll go the way of maybe Prince of Persia. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we see it this year, and it kills it, and it gets really good ratings, we're going to see it some more. But if it's like, oh, wow, Assassin's Creed done, we might see the one next year just because it's so deep in in development, and then then silence for a while. Now, here's here's the question. If this one does well this year, do you think we'll see another one in two years, or do you think they'll go back to I think we'll see one next year. I think we'll see one Yeah, I would assume that they they would have had, like... They already have another studio. Yeah, because they were they were already doing it annualized. Like th- this was their first year where they had taken a year off. So you can assume that they would have had another year to develop. Yep. Whatever other game is going to come like, out. Like like we said, this is the Black Flag team. Yeah. There was yeah, two I mean, Assassin's Creeds after that. Yeah. Twenty. That's 2013. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that was when PS4 and Xbox One yep. launched. So 13 and then 14, 15, no 16, yeah. and this is 17. So. I mean, Ubisoft has studios all over the world, yeah. so it's yep. that's no surprise. Uh, yeah, so then the Xbox... What's, what's the next big thing that you see? The next thing that really stood out to you? To me personally? Because I was yeah. going to say something that I figured would be important to you. No, Player Unknowns on PC or on console, eh. It's, it's great. Okay. Like, pick it up if you don't own a PC. If you own a PC, get it there. For like, sure. It, it's meant for PC, so, so get it there, the, but... Yeah, the big reveal for me, uh, the next big reveal on the list is Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Okay. Um, this was, uh, I mean, we've seen a lot. We've seen the, like the Budokai, Dragon Ball games where it's you know you're fighting in a 3D arena, you're flying yeah. up and around and stuff like this. And like Xenoverse this and is, stuff. Uh, yeah, and Xenoverse, all those games, they're always 3D arena style fighters where you like dash forward, dash backward, and like fly through the air and stuff like that. There's a particular brand of chunkiness to these games, but I haven't seen one since, man, I want to say like PSP or DS or something like that. I haven't seen a 2D Dragon Ball fighting game, and this one looks just like the show. The style is really great. It basically looks like it controls like a really fast kind of uh, Arc System Works fighting game a la Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear and stuff like that. Um, I'm a massive, massive fan uh, of what they're doing with this, and I am really excited to try this out when it comes out. Hell and yeah, hopefully dude. it, it kind of wets my whistle because they're, 
I've kind of fallen off of the other fighting game franchises, yeah. and I'd love to have something that with a with a license that I with a property that I'm familiar with that I have a, like a, a great love for. Like I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z, yeah, and so like I I love it. And it's yep. a lot of fun. It's a that you want to talk about a power fantasy. Yeah, freaking Dragon Ball Z is the greatest power <laughs> fantasy of all time. That's yeah, pretty legit. It, that's yeah. like Jedi's for me. Like I, I'm with you. I get yeah. the the thought. Yeah. For for me, it was like uh, the Deep Rock Galactic looked really interesting. It's like a um, Astroneer type game, but it didn't like we didn't see a lot. It's a small indie. Whatever. I don't care. But, yeah, but we'll see that eventually. That, yeah. Yeah. The thing that really stuck out to me and probably like the rest of the entire conference was um, State of Decay 2. And and my issue with that is we saw a spring 2018 release date and we saw nothing else. Like, like we saw... We saw, we saw well, gameplay. It was a gameplay, like, trailer, though. We didn't see a walkthrough. We didn't see on-stage gameplay. We didn't even, like... They did not convey the message of what that game is. And that's what kind of bums me out. Like, that game is not about killing zombies it's, no it's i really not. i didn't get that vibe at all and coming from somebody who i've never played the first yeah. one or any of that um no i got more the vibe of you obviously you're in this post-apocalyptic zombie infested world yeah. whatever um but you have to create a safe house you have to recruit people to work with uh-huh. um you need to find resources and like and it seems like the who lives Didn't who dies thing. <laughs> I don't think we did. Um, this is a great trailer. I was way off base then, because no, you're, I mean, you're like, nailing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it. It, it seems like they added a, a lot. The the whole thing was they didn't have somebody narrating like in State of Decay two, you will have to survive by like. Yeah, it wasn't any of that. I just I wanted gameplay. They didn't have trailers. Sulu narrating the State of Decay two trailer. <laughs> yeah, no, that was actually a pretty good Sulu. I I wanted like a, a gameplay walkthrough, not a gameplay trailer. Yeah, like it was like hypercuts and it was like convoluted and it was like there's just like the dude got even, torn in half by a giant freaking zombie. Yeah, yeah, and, and like yeah. that's fine. But the the things that like were weird was they were all, like, the th- people in the car roll up and the lady's just getting, like, beaten on by zombies. And it's, like, zombie fight club. And she's just beating them down with this, like, machete. And I'm like, that looks so awkward. And, like, yeah, that's what the gameplay is. Like, it's not an instant kill. But if you get surrounded, you you die. And then you perma-die. Like, so it's... I don't know. They did, like, a weird, good, and bad job, in my opinion, of showing off that game. And I think if they would have taken, like, two or three extra minutes, trimmed down the 42 games, in quotation marks, fat that they had. <laughs> like, if, if they could have trimmed some of that fat and just been like, this is a big game for us. State of Decay is a big game for them. Especially when their their entire exclusives are, what, like, Crackdown, Sea of Thieves, and... What? I mean, they, they like, had they had a couple of they had a couple of like really artful indies like you know you've got your Cuphead which by the way is gonna be released on my birthday woo yeah, yeah. Uh, then uh, they also released like a couple of other or n- not released but like they announced a couple of really cool very artsy games like The Last Night and The Artful Escape not um, exclusive though well I mean okay are they not console no. exclusive. And I okay. don't even know if they're their console launch exclusive, maybe. Yeah, they might be timed or something but like that. But they're not. That was the biggest joke of this stuff. entire conference was like, 
console launch exclusive yeah i felt like i walked away and i was like uh, i feel like at least half of those games i'll be able to play on ps4 or i can damn well play them on pc oh yeah and like yeah baby the only you know what's suck like what's crazy is my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is that out of all the shit that they came out with and was they were talking about um the original xbox backwards compatibility was the one thing that i was like i can only do that on the system and i am super stoked for it yeah yeah totally and and that's sad yeah that is the only thing yeah and like even sea of thieves is pc like that's their their big thing their their most in-depth game from rare which is a first party is sea of thieves no pun intended. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, pun a little bit intended. Uh, there was a show later that kind of took the wind out of their sails. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a little uh, bit with the CFD. Yeah. We'll see. So, the, there's that. Okay, so, uh, Xbox, I give it a, a 7 out of 10. In the moment, I was really excited because oh, they the didn't moment, let we me breathe. we were both like 9 or 10 out of 10. Yeah, they like, didn't we let like, us yeah. breathe. Like, it was like, game, 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 game. And they interspersed, like, Metro to open it and freaking Anthem to close it. And the Anthem gameplay trailer was unbelievable. Stunning. Stunning. Like, best trailer for, like, that early of a game I've seen in a long time. Yes. Um, And then they had things like The Last Night and Ori and the Blind Forest. Yes, guys. Guys, hold on. We have have to stop there because this is one of my games of the show. Please. The reveal... Of freaking Ori 2, which isn't called Ori 2, it's called Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yep. But the set, like, you guys saw me. Oh, the you moment were that I jazzed. realized what that was. Yeah. There's another moment in the later on in the show where I freaked out even harder, <laughs> but this was like. It was like, up there for you. The Cuphead release date was good, but I feel like it was a long time coming. Dude. I didn't know that they were. Yeah. I wasn't confident that they were going to do Ori 2. I just knew that I wanted it. Yep. And so when they finally came out, and I was like. That feather looks really familiar. This is, oh my god, oh my god, it's <laughs> like Ori. The, the revelation throughout yes. the trailer. Oh, just the growing revelation through the artistic reveal. Like, yeah. go look at it. Those games are freaking gorgeous. I mean, and I'm Chris, glad it was just there, just because it gave me. Like, I had just bought Ori Definitive Edition on Amazon like two weeks ago, and yeah. it finally. I was like, damn, that looks amazing. Like, I should really play that. And then I spent like four hours that night playing. Ori yep. one and it was amazing. Do that excuse, yes. like insane and it's excuse. great. Yeah, great reminders to go back to games that are not that old that still are like basically immaculate and freaking try them out. To touch on the uh, like indie scene and not necessarily that Ori's indie, obviously, but it has yeah. that like indie feel, right? The For last sure. night, that game has maybe one of the coolest art styles I've ever seen. Yeah. Yep. Like, hands down. And I don't like those games. Like, I don't play 2D, pixely, 2.5. It reminds me of kind of like a weird mashup between Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery and, like, Hotline Miami. Yeah, I have no idea what those games are. I know what Hotline Miami is, but... Like, like that I, neon acidity of, like, Hotline Miami, but, like, the weird, like, the very pixelated, stylish, like... They also have there, there's in, a strong um, emphasis on like shadows and like yes. yeah. you know position well, like, of lighting in that game. And I think the thing that really really did it for me was it had a kick-ass soundtrack to it, like a, yeah. such a fucking perfect undertone for the music. It felt like Blade Runner. And then yeah, it's like retro futurist yes. like Blade Runner, yeah. And then also it, it felt like cyberpunk but not like dystopian. Like it yeah. felt like 
it it's felt, just day-to-day stuff. Yes, in exactly. The it felt like what the future will be, where we have this like super romanticized version of future, but this just felt grounded in their take on it. Yeah, and, a and little not grimy. Like, yeah, grimy, but not like like robots not running gross. around and shit. Yeah, exactly. It's not Detroit, but it's not Blade Runner, and it had that yeah. Fifth Element vibe. You know what I mean? And I think that yeah. it really. Like, I mean, the flying taxi cabs didn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. You know, in totally. establishing that sort and, of vibe. And the biggest thing for me was, like, this dude, he just, like, has style walking around. And he goes to, like, this stand-up, like, Asian place. Gets some food. And then, like, goes and talks to this dude. And he's, like, smoking a 2D cigarette. And it's got this, like, noir, like, like classical yeah. film look to this futuristic. Like, I don't. I don't get excited like this over yeah. over the trailers, especially those kinds. But I will guarantee play this game. Like it looked yeah. amazing. I'm so. It looks really cool. Yeah. It looked really cool. So that's definitely best thing, like best indie of the show for me by far. I mean, yeah. for me, Artful Escape. I think you could you could make an argument for. Um, I feel you, but yeah. there was nothing there in my opinion. Like not that well, there was a lot with the last night, but it was just like well, guitar no, kid at the going, very least, doing though, guitar stuff. At the very least, though, we kind of got an understand, or at least what I'm assuming is that it's going to be a side-scrolling platformer game with like music, like music being, yeah, yeah, music being like a heavy emphasis on it. Yeah. Um, it was like a weird. It's like it's like 2D brutal legend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just see crossed with Mario. Yeah, I just see last night being like a a walking simulator in that. I, I'm definitely yeah. afraid that that's what's going to be because like I'm not I don't afraid know. of it. Like well, I'm no, not no, no, afraid no. of I'm, it. I'll definitely I'll, I'll play it. And I'll be you know I'll enjoy it. Whatever. But like I'm sure I'll enjoy yeah, it. I, but I I feel like I I don't really know what that game is even going to be. Like it, yeah, is it going to be a side-scrolling action game? Is it going to be an RPG? Like it, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The Artful Escape seemed way. More, I, I think that it, it's begging comparison since they were released one after the other. Or yeah. Like they were yeah. shown one after right the other. Back to back. And because they're both like super stylistic, I feel like the Artful Escape is probably going to be a lot more mechanically focused. Whereas the Last Night looks like something that's going to have like a really interesting story. Yeah. As yeah. well as like maybe some intriguing gameplay elements, depending on what genre of game it ends up being at all yeah like i'm kind of thinking like maybe something along the lines of like transistor or something where like the story is super great and like maybe it's got some really interesting combat stuff you know maybe maybe it's like a little bit more simplistic than that and it ends up being more like a like a um uh, like a super time force or something like that but like not as crazy obviously. right right um but i mean who knows so yeah that's that's pretty much the uh the xbox conference uh, pretty strong overall. Also, Crackdown. Uh, Terry Crews is going to be the main character. I think they said. I think he's um, not going to be the main or, character, or, or he's like at least the character in you interface with. Yeah. 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 Probably. I mean, that's that's great. Love Terry Crews. He's awesome. Also, he brings a fantastic energy to everything he does. Like, go watch Brooklyn Nine Nine if you haven't seen it. That show is freaking amazing. Um, yeah. So then after that, uh, unless you guys had anything else you wanted to say, we, there was the Bethesda conference. I just want to say, big that I'm old watching. turd. I'm watching the last night trailer again. <laughs> it's real yeah. bad, guys. It's so good. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I don't. So I have like a notepad open with all my like games of the show. I don't have Bethesda in there. Yeah. Like at all. Like I hated it. I know, yeah, Chris, they... you felt differently. Well, no, I, but... my whole thing. And I said it like time and time again yeah. during the stream, but um, I I literally said everything they were going to show yep. before it even started, 
And yeah, I think I think we went I think we went over this and, and we said I said uh, I said they'll probably have Dishonored two DLC and maybe they'll do something for Skyrim on Switch. And then I think you, didn't you say the Doom thing? Yeah, I said they'll show Doom and Fallout VR. They'll show Evil Within two, and then we'll see the new Wolfenstein, and we'll probably get release dates for them. And, and we saw I, I was like, and I don't know and what else weird... they're even gonna do because they're not yeah. gonna release Skyrim now or not Skyrim. Well, yeah. they are, but um, Elder Scrolls Five now or Six or whatever it is. Six. Yeah, Six. Dude, that yeah, game is never coming out. Well, considering yes, it is. No, this is, no, they're not no. going to Half Life Three. This. Well, considering they'll take, they'll gladly take the time to port Skyrim on fucking everything. Dude, that that they is going to come us. to my toaster in twenty twenty three. Like, yeah. it, it's Holy insane. Shit. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But there was one thing that I was that I was legitimately excited about, especially given the story context. And obviously, uh, Marty and Chris haven't played, uh, you know, Dishonored two, so they don't know about you know all this sort of stuff. But um. The I have Dishonored played Dishonored 2. 2. That's the boat, I, Captain. Did, did you beat it? Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> Dishonored 2. Well, that's actually... Yeah, yeah, it's actually... It. It's actually... <laughs> if you haven't beaten uh, Dishonored 2 uh, and gotten to, you know, the end, the main character's name reveal in the trailer is actually one of the twists in Dishonored 2. Who, who, uh, who they actually are. Interesting. Uh, so Dishonored that 2 sucks. focusing... Yeah. But I mean, it's like, if you're not excited about Dishonored 2, you're probably not going to get the DLC. You're probably not going to care. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I respect that. Like, I, I get it. It's like it's like all of the trailers for um, for Arkham Knight revealing how uh, Arkham City ended. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like, like the, I mean, what, what, what are you going to do? Um, but like, yes, I'm very, very excited. Very excited about uh, the Dishonored 2 DLC focusing on Billy. And also... The name of it is, I think, Death of the Outsider, or something like that, or Death, Death to the, the Outsider. Yeah. Straight Basically, the, the 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 focus of this is, uh, Billy and I. Th- oh my God, Dowd. Yeah, Billy and Dowd are going and trying to take out the Outsider, which is like, if you know anything about the universe of Dishonored, like that is kind Huge. of mind blowing, yeah, yeah. and I'm really really interested to see where the story goes. Um, it's so I will absolutely be buying that on. Death of the Outsider, like you said. Yeah. So. Death of the Outsider. Oh, man, I can't wait. Yep. But that was literally the only good thing in that whole conference. It seemed like they spent all of their time, like, devising a Disneyland ripoff to use as freaking padding between their their <laughs> trailers and what have so, you. So. Yeah, I just want to touch on this really quick. I don't know where you stand on this, Chris, because you were a little more, like, neutral on the conference. People liked it. Like, yeah, people I, genuinely I liked it. I couldn't get over... Um, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but so many people seem to have loved that conference. I thought it was fine. I, I wasn't like blown yeah. away by it. Um, I thought it was shit. I, Brian thought I got, it was shit. I got exactly like, what I yeah. thought I would. Um, yeah. But then I couldn't believe how many people were just shitting on Ubisoft. Yeah. I have but, no which I, fucking I can't idea. Wrap my head around. Which doesn't make any sense because they probably had the best conference of the whole thing. Yeah, by far. Ubisoft, for me, game of the show. Something for everyone, but a little bit extra for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like Sony also had a re- pretty strong showing. I um, did not. They they had they had a, a hand, I mean, it's, let's it's touch on Ubisoft. all personal. Yeah, let's yeah. touch yeah. on Ubisoft. For me, um, I've been talking to shit ton here. Sorry. Uh, Mario and Rabbids. Let's talk oh, about it. August wait till 29th. fucking Nintendo, Marty. Like, yes, oh, exactly. I'm <laughs> taking over the world. Mario Speaking plus of Nintendo, Rabbids, Kingdom Battle. Yes. 
August Mario 29th. Mario plus Rabbids. <laughs> Holy shit. It expected looks good. This game, expected this game to be garbage. Yeah. I was one of those people that was out there that was taking a flaming dump on this game saying, why we do not want this, we do not need this, and then they showed it, and it's basically XCOM crossed Disgaea. Yeah. Like, it's a yeah. strategy RPG cover-based shooter with freaking Overwatch and, like, all of, like, if you've played XCOM, it's just, it's XCOM. It's Mario XCOM on Switch. And I like, hate, like, the rabbits are stupid, but they're, they're like, toning back rabbits, and they're almost channeling, like, minions. I think you said that, Chris. Yeah. Where, like, they definitely have more of a, like, slapstick vaudeville fucking, like, Three Stooges humor that I think really works for them, especially in Mushroom Kingdom. Like, when well, yeah, the, when the peach-looking rabbit, like, walks exactly. up to Peach, and she, yes. like, bites her freaking dress, and she's like, eh, and walks away. Like, it's so dumb, but it works, and like, what I, th- I think I'm gonna laugh at the game. I think it's interesting yeah. that they, the rabbits weren't around, like, they were in everything during yeah. the Wii era. Yeah. Um, it was, like, every, every November you got a new... Rayman plus Rabbids game, um, and then for an entire generation they were them. totally gone. Yep, it's yep. just I think it's interesting for them to bring them back, and also for them, they could have made this a Mario slash Rayman game, and chose not to. Um, yeah, and you could have had your glow boxes and like whatever. Um, and I I still feel like even if you put those two side by side, if that game did exist, I think I would probably pick this over that because. We know how, you know, Luigi's normally a cowardly character. Mario's the hero. Like, we, we know the archetypes of those characters, even though they barely speak. Um, but having the rabbits who are just kind of there to mess with them. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, it it adds a different element to not just, like, an XCOM kind of game or anything, but it also adds it to... Um, the Mario characters and yep. they act in a way that we haven't seen before, which is exciting to me at least. Yeah. I think like it, Luigi's got, Luigi's got his freaking vacuum gun and he's leaning back against cover and taking pot shots at these crazy <laughs> monsters, basically like I've, that's something we've never seen yeah. before. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and I wanted to, to call out like, um, like I saw somebody tweeted out and we talked about this on the stream as well, but like, congratulations to Ubisoft for making a game that looks like it was made by Nintendo. And that is absolutely true. Like the yeah. polish is there. It looks like Super Mario 3D World. Like it looks gorgeous. Yeah. And the 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 idea of having like this tactical I mean ostensibly rather lengthy game uh you know sitting in my backpack or like with me in the car being able to play that looks whenever. That good. Yeah. Yeah. Like that looks it's- that pristine like why i'm excited really exciting yep the a big thing too like you were saying chris if they do if they would have done like mario plus rayman i think first of all i don't think nintendo wants that because rabbits are like nameless they're just like these creatures yeah you don't have two mascots going up against exactly and and so i think that like this is going to work better for for mario and it's going to work better for nintendo and ubisoft gets to put out this really cool game yeah, that's licensed on the Switch. Yeah. Like, I think that's huge. I think that's yeah, it's cool, and I think it's, it's a win-win it's for both. Yeah, yeah, for both companies. Exactly. It's gonna and and it's I think it's gonna be a win for gamers. It it absolutely is, and I I that's a really good point, Marty. And I feel like Ubisoft was kind of steered in this direction by Nintendo because they said uh, Miyamoto said on stage he said 
I, I told them, like, don't try to make, like, a platformer. Try to make a game that's never been made before. Yep. And I feel like that was basically them saying, like, don't... And this is as much for Nintendo's sake and their own, like, reputation and their own personal pride in the Mario games and in the tight platforming. And it's, it's, it's equally them putting something out there to look out for Ubisoft's best interest, best interest as well. Because if, if Ubisoft was to put out a game with Mario in it, that was a platforming game, it would be measured against all of the best Mario games ever. And it would probably come up short. Like no offense. Raymond is great. It just, it doesn't feel like Mario at all. Um, so I feel like they could have maybe dodged a whole bunch of bullets by going this direction. And also, I mean, how excited would we be for a Mario Cross Raymond platformer? Whereas, like, this is a totally different thing, and we're all excited. About oh no, I'm not saying so. a platformer, but no, I, I'm for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Just any, yeah. anything, yeah, yeah, for sure. So that was a whole long time uh, talking about literally the first reveal of Ubisoft, which should let you know how good the Ubisoft press conference. I, yeah, was. I think so. Um, we saw the crew two right after. Yep. Yep. Looks Every cool. vehicle under the sun, apparently, yeah. is in it. Yeah, like King of Motorsports. And it seems like they're doing a little more of the, uh, like, EA become a champion thing. Like, they have, mm. like, one guy that's becomes the best, like, you know, street racer, and then he becomes the best, like, NASCAR driver, and then IndyCar driver, and then he learns how to fly. Like, it, yeah, it was, was one person. how to ride, like, a freaking battle helicopter yeah. in Vietnam. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's one person through this, like, story journey, it felt like. And I'm yeah. not sure if that's just a trailer, or if that's what the gameplay is going to be. Maybe there's going to be, yeah, like, single-player and then multiplayer stuff. Who knows? Mm. Chris looks like he's about to die. Um, sorry, I'm just getting a migraine. <laughs> oh, I'm so mm. sorry. No, nah, it's okay. Uh, no, nah, it's wanna, fine. Just keep going. Take a keep break. Going. Just keep going. Drink, like, half a bottle Let's of vodka. Let's punch Um... Yeah, so, like, Crew 2 looks fine. What else we got, Brian? Uh, well, we had a creepy-looking VR horror game, Transference, that I, that looked pretty good, except I don't have anything to play VR on, so I don't know how you guys are feeling about it as people who have VR. I mean, I think the concept is VR. interesting, but we all, like... The, the trailer was cool. Um, I understand the concept of it, but we didn't really see any gameplay of it, like, at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I... I guess we'll just little, have to wait. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little apprehensive yeah. to get too excited about it. The For idea sure. is cool. One thing, yeah, one thing we did see uh, a little bit more of was South Park, uh, the new upcoming South Park game. They also announced that they're going to be doing a South Park mobile game. Yeah, that looks real. Cool. Uh, the mobile game actually looked like surprisingly fun. Um, yeah. South Park, I'm kind of at the point where, at least Fractured But Whole, um, I, I don't need to see anything else. Like, I just wanted to come out. Like, yeah. It, it, it's I, been a three like threes they, now, and yeah. they've pushed the date back, and. Uh, I, I just I want that game to come out. Yeah, big game for Marty coming up next, and that is basically Black Flag Two: Skull and Bones. Yeah, which uh, started super hot on, and now maybe cooled off a little bit. Thinking about it, um, I'm still super hot. Like the the ship combat in Black Flag Two was stunning, but I mean, there's there's <laughs> this Black Flag. Yeah, excuse me. Um, you really gotta stop calling it that, dude. Like it's not it's, that is not what it's called. <laughs> Listen, I was actually fucking talking about Black Flag that time. I just added it to for some reason. Like, That's the ship combat was really good. I liked the aiming. Um, and as stupid as that sounds, it, in most pirate games or, or ship games, they struggle with that. So I thought that they did it really well. It looks like everything's kind of carrying over from that. This is they just in, ripped that. Yeah, this whole, ostensibly. They even yeah. said this is 
what we learned from Black Flag. Like, th- we realized that we yeah. can make a kick-ass pirate game. Here you go. But the issue that we saw is they showed a multiplayer ship combat demo. Um, we don't know if there's going to be any pirates. Like, we, or yeah, if there's going to be single player. Well, or if there's yeah. You know. what the the issue is, can you get off your boat? Can you be a pirate? Or are you literally playing an RPG of a of a pirate ship? Which yeah. St- I Which would will make still the play. difference between a buy and not buy for me personally. No, I respect that. I totally get that, and I think that that's fucking obvious. Like how yeah. they could miss that is well, especially kind considering of how stupid. In, and I mean, I understand it. You know, Sea of Thieves is not the most in-depth game, but like you can go on land in that game. There yeah. is first-person combat. Like you can swim. Yeah. You know, for you to put them on paper side by side it's like well obviously i'm gonna play sea of thieves because it has more or whatever yeah yeah are are you are you leaning uh any one particular direction chris oh i'm not buying either of those games i don't give a shit (laughs) 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 i'll definitely not play those sorry marty well what about what about uh what about starlink on switch you gonna buy that so game that comes with the freaking put together ship it depends on how it is like I don't want it to be like a six out of ten Skylanders wannabe kind of game, um, especially after I feel like every space exploration game for the rest of my life now. I'm just going to be a little apprehensive about, and I think I yeah. reserve the right to be so. Um, By the way, f- for those of you who didn't watch the stream, I made a freaking A plus joke, and basically said this was like No Man's Skylanders. Yeah, and I just want the record to show that I made a really good. Uh, joke smashing two things together 10 out of 10 dude proud of you smashing things together oh yeah what uh yeah so far cry 5 big fan of that uh i think they went a little ham uh on the trailer you guys were not real crazy about that trailer at all it seemed like like marty especially was like really serious yeah you were all about like oh the tone and like everything and then they went in like guns blazing you're like what are they doing (laughs) well it I loved it. It was fucking awesome. While the dude was singing "Amazing Grace," in it, he's all tatted up and he's holding a freaking mm-hmm. rifle, and everyone else stands up and they all got like random guns. And there's like people crucified outside, and like I'm like, oh shit, they're going there. This is gonna be like a cult. It's gonna be awesome. Yep. It's gonna have like really, really like in depth conversation about this like side of America. And then it's like, click, click, boom, fuck yeah, headshot, pow, 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 crop duster. And I'm like, what the fuck? 360 no scope. Yeah, like, like I mean, even the beginning their, of the game. defense, play. like, you are probably going to play the game that way. Like, it is, th- that franchise sure, is, like, very like, much yeah, known why? for you that's, to, like, go It's not going to have freaking rock and roll stuff. Like, it's going to have, like, diegetic well, music. No, no, that, no. See, that's not even what I'm saying. They didn't, I'm not, I'm not giving the trailer shit. I'm giving the direction of the game. And, and we can't be 100% sure from the trailer. But, like, they don't... They have this game and this open-world sandbox. But it's tone. It's not even gameplay. And you're right. Like, am I going to play like that? Yeah, maybe. But it's a lot different when you walk into a village and gunfire happens. Then my sidekick is like, Fucking headshot, bruh! Like, yeah. And she's like, Gun for hire! <laughs> and then it goes to the dog, Fangs for hire! I'm like, what the fuck? Why don't make this like a scared ass freaking black girl? Because these are a bunch of fucking white racists. Like that, like, and maybe that's controversial, but I know I would fucking be scared in, in a town that gets taken over. And the way they describe it, all the roads are cut off. From there's no police, there's no nine one one reception. Yeah, 
Like, you're yeah. in fucking the middle of Montana, and, like, no one knows about this tiny town or what's happening there. And instead, she's a gun for hire? What, was she hanging out in the fucking saloon, and you, like, bought her a drink and tipped her a fucking gold coin? Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand. You passed her the freaking John Wick gold coin. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have to call in a favor. Yeah, like, what is that? So I, I just I, I wish she was know. more more grounded. Like, I want this dude to be like an ex-army ranger that was like fucking having some flashbacks or whatever and was driving to like Canada to go fishing and he gets caught in this town. And instead it's like gun for hire and who the fuck is the main character? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll I'm see. Still super, super. I'm gonna play the game. That. Like the gameplay is yeah. always fun. I just I wish they would either back off on like the cult and the Amazing Grace seriousness, or or just be like, okay, this is Far Cry and this is what it is. Like it's over the top. Just and like it's pick fucking pick one. Yeah. Because yeah. right now it feels muddled. Do you guys see what I'm saying, or am I just off base? No, I get what you're saying. Okay. A little bit, not to the degree that you do, but I, like I see where you're coming from for sure. I just uh, I yeah. I love I loved so much the thought of what this could be. Yeah, like when they first announced like Hope County, Montana. I, what are you gonna do if it's bad? Because like I still I still feel like this can totally deliver. Like yeah. I, I no I I have no doubt that it will. It's just like watching Marty get crushed by a bad Far Cry game. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I won't care, dude. I played no? Far Cry Four. All right. No, like I played Primal, and like I know what I'm getting with a Far Cry game. I just wanted them. To do a little more this time. Yeah. Especially with their setting, and especially because they put out Primal last year. Like, Primal was such a half-step, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just, See, I really wanted them to, to open up and be like, we've we've heard your guys' yeah. critiques, we know what, what you want, and like, here you go. But instead we But get, again, yeah, I think with it's an annualized franchise, I think you see that next year. I don't think you see that The, the stuff that I'm talking about, though, is like, one year of development stuff. Like, the gameplay mechanics and stuff, I think, are, are gonna be great. I think it's the story stuff. I think it's the 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 character model of the sidekick that you have. And instead of making her a badass well, it's gun also for hire, their first time doing it. Like, in, in this franchise, like, pretty substantially, right? Yeah, but I don't make games, and I feel like I created a better fucking narrative for it. You know what I mean? Like, no, I And maybe I'm just... Saying. No, 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 maybe, I get like, what you're saying. I don't know. Like, it, I, I don't think we can give excuses like that for story anymore like gameplay yeah like i don't know what the fuck i want from gameplay like that's a that's that's their job to show me what i want but with story stuff it's like read a fucking book and watch a movie understand what like good storytelling is like and that's not to like harp on anyone it's just i don't yeah. know and i don't mean have, to be have, negative have either of you seen like the little character teasers yeah, I watched yeah. like all. the you know the chick that runs the yep. uh, saloon and like different stuff like that and it, oh like those are like really and they are kind of more serious tone pieces yeah some and, like, of them yeah. character kind of character tone pieces uh, and like I'm getting a lot out of it so like the the silly last half of that trailer knocked off like five ten percent off of my hype yeah like, I'm still yeah. almost completely there I'm gonna buy uh, it. like it didn't really do anything for me um but. It did lead uh, after Far Cry 5 into the behemoth announcement that I could not care less about, uh, which is Beyond Good and Evil 2. And like, I have no frame of reference for this. Doesn't mean anything to me. I know there were probably people crying in the in the audience, and I there were people crying on stage. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
No, it's so, it's very exciting that it's it's finally, um, you know, it's been given new life after being announced in 2008. Um, I think, yeah. I think this is a big reason why Ubisoft... And God, I've been talking a lot. Sorry, guys. I think this is a huge reason why Ubisoft gets game in the show for me is because they had the biggest, like, mic drop. They had the biggest, like, announcement that that, that showed us that they're listening and they're, they care. Um, like... Anthem looks great, but it's this new IP, which is great for me. I love new IPs, but they didn't show us a ton, and then they showed us gameplay that was, like, hyper-scripted and not at the EA conference, so I feel like, you know, that's why that kind of gets taken out of there. But with Ubisoft... But terrain deformation, Marty. Terrain deformation, <gasps> though, for reals. But, but on the Ubisoft, it's Beyond Good and Evil 2. We see this amazing cinematic, like, one of the best cinematics I've ever seen. Yeah. For for the tone of this game that I think is really, really interesting. And mm-hmm. then they come out and kind of crush it where they're like, come help us develop the game. I'm like, what does that, wait, what does that mean? Like what's <laughs> space monkeys program? What? Like, did you guys start last week? Like, did you just get this trailer done? And you're like, cool. <laughs> like what, no, what are you make doing? The game. Yeah. Like what, where are we at here? Yeah. This, cause the original beyond good and evil two was 2008 was when it was announced. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and at so, that like, point they had that little trailer. At that point, the, the game was a sequel to the yeah. first Beyond Good and Evil. And granted, this is called Beyond Good and Evil Two, but it's actually a prequel to the prequel, first one. Yeah, which I think is smart, right? Like, not a ton of people played the first one, and that's a, it was I think critically they, successful. Yeah, you have to consider that. Like, and if yep. you were to, if if I were new to the franchise and I were going back and saying, okay, let me play this old ass game so I can try yeah, it no out thanks. because the new one looks awesome. If I went back and played it, I'd be like. This isn't very fun, um, and you'd be judging it based on a game that's 15 years old. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. So I'm 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 super excited for this, based on describing words and a trailer. And I know that's yeah. my fault. If I get let down, I know that's my fault. But for sure, I'm for I'm sure. excited. Like the the stuff that they showed behind them while they were talking, and I know that's super dumb to like take that to heart. No, there but were it, moments where we actually were like, "Why yeah. don't they focus in on that?" Like, yeah, yeah, because I it, wanted to see more. That looks really interesting. Yeah. There are people flying. Yeah, like it, it like looked like mon- it looked like flying like an anthem. Like I was yeah. like, "Hey, the monkey's flying sure through space." Like, yeah, let's get it. Yeah, but yeah, he like and, and the animation looked great. Like, yeah, it, it looked clean. The worlds look really interesting. There's that like yeah. giant like Buddha looking statue or not Buddha like uh, uh, it's Ganesha Hindu, or whatever. Yeah, the Hindu statue, but it's like got like holographic like yeah it's yeah. got like freaking advertisements or like yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's been uh, uh, like Vegasified yeah but like it looked great it's, yeah it's cool it looked yeah. like it looked like a like a like a dingy spaceport basically yep, yep. like but, it, that's so cool yeah do you guys remember the first Prey 2 trailer before Prey 2 changed exactly what it was nope the one where the like the, the bounty hunter Chris the first Prey 2 trailer the, like, Where the was the original bounty hunter? One? Ch- yeah, chasing through the bars. Yeah, and, like, but I mean, the guy. I haven't yeah. watched that since it like aired. Dude, I watched that like once a year because I thought it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, this reminded me of that. Like, it's got that same flair, and so I don't know. I yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they can do. With yeah, cool with a lot of funding, hopefully from Ubisoft and a lot of goodwill. I just hope that this isn't a 2025 game. And if that, it is, that's what I me. hope like, it comes out. 
it's cool that they showed it off now, but I feel like now now this will be the new thing that every year they're like, why was it Beyond Good and Evil 2 there? And like, granted, yeah. or they've it's been doing that be. every yeah. year. Um, but if they say... It's going to be like that forklift game from Sony. Yeah. Except like a good version of that. Shenmue? Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Shenmue 3, but for freaking Ubisoft. Yeah, like I just, I hope it's not too far out just for the fan's sake, but... But like in in its defense, it looks immeasurably better than Shenmue Three. <laughs> Fair like, enough. I Shenmue, could not Shenmue give is not any a good franchise. Like less. I don't I don't understand why anybody plays that. I played those games on Dreamcasting, like or right. Yeah, I think the probably. first one was on Dreamcast. Dude, I am not Dude, the person to ask about the, this. Oh god, they're so bad. <laughs> I don't get the appeal. Well, yeah. Well, uh, let's get into some stuff that wasn't bad. Please and talk about the Sony conference. And talk about the weird way that Sony and Nintendo kind of inverted each other's uh, conferences in which Sony just had pre-roll announcing games before the freaking conference even started. And then Nintendo did that shit after the Nintendo conference was over. Nintendo everybody still cut off doing the streams. And we stopped, we stopped, uh, you know, we stopped streaming the conference and reacting to it. And they revealed something else that I had no idea about that was actually a super big deal. But first... Let's start with Sony. Uh, Sony did a whole bunch of stuff. We saw some gameplay. We saw some teasers and garbage and stuff like that. Horizon DLC. And then they showed Days Gone. And the thing that's special about this is they actually got me. Whereas before I was like, this just looks like a super boring version of Last of Us. Now I'm like, okay, this looks cool. And This and looks like Last of Us Cross Horizon. There like you the go. open world creative. That's what everyone is saying. They're like, I thought this was Last oh, of Us. Oh, is it really? Now it's Horizon. Yep. Yeah. And like yeah. if and uh, I was watching some stuff about some people that got to go behind closed doors, and the demo they showed of Days Gone was the same demo they showed on the trailer or on the stream, but it was dynamic weather, so it was snowing. So oh, dang. the so the entire environment changed. The wolves weren't there, and so he took that road rather they than they were keep like going. in a cave or something. Yeah, so he took that road Dude, instead of keep crazy. going. And while he took that road, he saw the rope rather than get trip wired by it. So he goes and, like, kills the guys waiting for him. Wait, is that, like, a story beat? Like, where there's, like, a little cutscene of him seeing it? Yep. Yep. So there's a story beat for him hitting the rope, and then there's a story beat for him seeing the rope. Dude, that has got to be one of the most, like, complex games. Unless there's, like, only two paths. Like, can you imagine that branching off? It's completely open world. What? Yep, the game is way more than, like, Well, I mean, now we know why he took so freaking long to develop i mean yeah if they yeah, had the right now we know why bend hasn't so, been freaking time. showing anything in like seven years yeah, yeah they show um they showed the motorcycle a little more in depth and that you can upgrade the motorcycle in in like um at first there's like there's a gas um meter and there's this like a health meter for your motorcycle and so like if it gets shot or if you get like attacked by a freaking a bunch of infected or something, your bike can break, you have to fix it. It can run out of Freakers, gas. I think they're called What did I say? Sorry. Infected. You said yeah. you said infected, which is totally fine. Yeah. I'm just making a dig at they're like called how they're freakers. called freakers, yeah, which freakers. is freaking the stupidest thing. People people thought they were called tweakers, which I'm pretty sure are people that are on uh oh, Yeah, that's people. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, close. But yeah, so and then they showed using the hordes a little bit differently. <laughs> this days gone are days gone since the last time I got my fix. It's really just a game about the rabbit motorcycle drug abuse. motorcycle clubs and, and drug abuse. 
So I don't know. I'm I'm really really high on this game right now. Like yeah yeah looks cool. I think that was the best thing we saw from Sony in my opinion. The most interesting to me. I well I think the the difference between this and God yeah, of maybe. War and everything else that was shown was that the last time we saw this game, um, we didn't we didn't really know what it was other than a scripted demo. Whereas yeah. with God of War, it was like you. For the most part, you know what you're getting. Um, We saw a little bit more, like how of how the gameplay is going to work. Um, And then with Detroit Become Human, um, it's a Quantic Dream game. You know that it's oh, it's the butterfly effect of if I do this, this happens. Blah blah blah. Personally, as somebody who's not played a Quantic Dream game before, I'm way more interested now uh, than I was before. I said this on the stream as well, so I want to keep it brief here. But um, just the idea of it being so story focused and having so many points of articulation where, I mean, the story can go almost literally any way. Yeah. And we're talking Um, about Detroit now here, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit become human. Um, I thought days gone was good. They showed, they showed gameplay when they didn't before. Um, they God did before really change for me, and and that's something. Sorry, with Days Gone. Um, well, yeah, yeah, they, no, they no, did, no. but they, it was it was different. It was scripted. I agree, but they talked about that a little bit, like in some of the interviews I watched, and they were like, "No, like last year was gameplay. It's it, it was a hundred percent gameplay. It's just that that place of where we were, we showed one daytime scene, and it, it's a place that was crawling with freakers. So like, right. yes, it was scripted." But it was a place that was, like, overrun, and it was a little bit later in the game. So, like, your dude pulls out a machine gun and just mows down Freakers because I'm sure that's what... he's used to them yeah, by then. Yeah, I'm sure that's what the late game's going to be a little more like. And I think this definitely showed a little bit more of, like, the story, a little more For of, sure. like, what the gameplay's probably going to be, like, on a minute-to-minute. But yeah. I, I really enjoyed that first trailer because I think that, like... That horde of zombies, that World War Z horde of zombies, freakers, is really cool. And I actually like the distinction that that they're giving freakers is that they're alive. They're not dead. They're not the living dead. They're infected with the disease and they're alive, so they have to eat. And if you shoot them, they'll die. It's not that like headshots shoot them in the head. Yeah, Yeah, they'll just they'll die, which I think is really cool. Like I think it's it's different enough. And gives them more of like a well, and it gives you more of like a an incentive to not to play in like a, a way that you're going to just mow down all these. Yep, it sounds know, fun. Creatures. Like, doesn't like, that sound fun? Like, in certain places, well, it gives you more of like a, a moral and just with like a big old machine gun. Well, yeah, and yeah, that's and that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, are they the thing that made this the most interesting for me? Wasn't necessarily the gameplay change. Although I, I do, they didn't really show stealth stuff in the first time. It was more like combat, whereas yeah. this one, it was like strategic stealth, distraction. Like, I'm going to blow up this barrier, let some freakers in, distract them by throwing something against this thing, making some noise. Like, we got a little bit of an idea of how the world works. Um, also, he's riding his motorcycle. He gets clotheslined by something that stretched across the road. Now, th- like, that kind of reminds me of, like, Philadelphia and Last of Us, um, like, where there's, like, people who are setting traps and things, you know, um, there's all that sort of, that sort of stuff that I think makes the world more interesting, more lived in. The thing that really got me was like, I, the tale of lost love is like, okay, well we'll find out what happens. Like I've seen that so many times. The thing that was interesting to me was the interplay with him 
and the other guy in the camp and sending Manny out by himself and his anger and then going out to get him and then his, like, just what the main character is like as a person. That makes him more like, like, yes, he's going to bluff against this enemy and get him distracted and then take him out and rescue his friend and they're going to be like, what the heck are you doing out here? You know what I mean? Like, there was, I feel like there was a good interplay that kind of gave me a feel of, like, what the atmosphere, what the tone for this is going to be like, uh, which I... I thought did more for me than even the gameplay change. But I think those things going together really did it, really hit the notes that I wanted that got me interested in it. So the actor's name is Sam Witwer. Um, He's in, um, he's in, God, Star Wars, the the Force Unleashed, which he's like. Yeah, he's Starkiller. Yeah, which I think was really cool. Like, he didn't have a lot of lines. Starkiller is pretty one-dimensional. But he really, like, lent something to the character. But yeah. I also watched him in Being Human, and, like, it's a super teen drama. Like, I'm sorry, it's bad. It's like Vampire Diaries, but not quite as good. But, oh. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the character that he plays, it's so interesting. Like, the dude's a really good actor, but he plays that, like, oh, jeez, Jimmy, oh, well, and then he kills you. Like, he plays that, like, like almost aloof but not like trying to be aloof like clueless a little bit and he plays it mm. really well he has that like like jokey like acting style which I think is really really cool and I think it adds itself to a character like this where he's like this biker gang in the post apocalypse and he's like killing people and beating people up and stabbing people to death but he's also like ah, I wouldn't let him kill you buddy like who else knows how to build a carburetor like any any yeah. kind of deliver that so yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's not like oh my name is Marcus Phoenix oh, like he's not yeah. this one dimensional <laughs> yeah that's fine he's not <laughs> he's not Master Chief like thank yeah. God for sure even for sure. even Joel Joel is awesome and like I he's a pissed game, off sorry. better old man Exactly, and yeah. that's perfect for the character. Perfect, sure. and like Ellie definitely changes the dynamic there. So yeah. I, I'm excited to see what this guy can bring to this specific yeah. character in this version of probably one of the most played out things in video games, which is post apocalyptic yeah, zombie world. Yeah. But still, so I'm that, excited. Yeah, that's that's days gone. Um, I was I was mildly excited, uh, and and this is going to provide an opportunity for me. They're remastering Shadow of the Colossus. That means I'm going to play it. Uh, it's going to be coming out on PS4. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, they showed some other stuff. Uh, m- the best things for me were, like we were talking earlier, uh, Detroit Become Human and God of War. I'm way more invested in the story now. I was already interested. Yeah. Now I'm like, yes, 100%. I, yep. like, um, that, that was my biggest disappointment of E3. Um, not the gameplay at all. Um, the fact that it's not coming out this year. Because yeah, no release yeah. holy yeah. mother of God do I want to play this Early. game. Yeah, early next year. Yeah. yeah, it's coming out. That's that's how I have Sony tagged. I have Sony release date question mark. Like there, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a release date. Yeah, for anything that people cared about, this was well. Like, Detroit doesn't even have a year. Yeah, nope, not even a year. Yep. So it was like, hey, remember last year's sh- conference where we showed you all this cool ass shit and like one thing came out? Yeah, none of it's still it's, coming out. Yeah, it's kind of that again. Yeah. Same shit, though. No new surprises. Yeah. Because, like, God of War Uh, and Detroit was, like, surprises. Detroit wasn't a surprise, but gameplay was. I really loved how they ended it because they sold me on Spider-Man by showing gameplay. And this game is basically Batman Arkham 
crossed with Devil May Cry. Like, you get the juggle mechanics, you get all this sorts of crazy combos and stuff that you can build, but with, like, a really good kind of branching fist-fighting thing. But it's way faster than Batman, because obviously Spider-Man's way faster. I mean, And the quick-time quick events, time events of, uh, that, that really yeah. looked interesting, like, not in a bad way, but, like, in a way that they, they really... They let you know what was coming up so you'd be ready for it so you wouldn't be caught off guard, but at the same time, they're still super cool, and they give you enough time when you're not just mashing buttons that you can just enjoy watching what's happening. Um, that, like, I'm... It's really interesting. I'm very, very in. Are you uh, nervous for the fact that, like you just said, they give you time to watch what's happening, but after you, you know, drop kick the 50th dude and do the Spider-Man double, like, kick off the ground thing, like... Is, is it, it going to get boring? Yeah, exactly, Chris. I mean, I for me, that'll probably be like the welcome bits in Batman Arkham Knight when I didn't have to fight something, when I could just like glide around and just enjoy it. Like you, you it can't all be just punching people nonstop no, and flipping around and stuff like that, you know. So maybe that's kind of how they're gonna do that. Um, I hope so. I mean, they've, I don't, I don't know. They've said things like uh, Peter Parker is as much in this game as Spider Man is. And I hope that they Interesting. mean that. Interesting, I didn't hear that. Yes. So, like, there's kind of two two thoughts to that, two schools. You can Man, see, is he going to be going to school? Is Am I going to have to do I hope homework? so. I really hope like so. Persona. Yes. Like, I hope so, right? Like, in, in certain ways, like, I think it would be kick-ass to be walking around Peter Parker's high school and have something happen and be like, all right, well, I got to go to the locker room and get the hell out of here and go be Spider-Man. Like, I don't know. I want them to do... Or like a bully comes up on you and you're like, well, I, I really, like, I'm going yeah, to have to take a dive because I can't, I can't yeah. freaking throw this guy across yeah. the room everybody because yeah. they don't know that I got superpowers. Well, like, that's Spider-Man's whole thing. Like, he could go play sports, but he doesn't because part of me is like, a cheater. I really, I really hope that there isn't a whole origin section where it's like, oh, what are these powers? And like, <laughs> I just know that it's such an easy <laughs> tutorial, but like. Jesus Christ, we've seen it so many times. Start with him on, like, the top of the Empire State Building in the suit and be like, oh, my God, they stole the money. Go. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Give yeah. me something like, a little more exciting. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm totally but with I feel you. like I feel like Insomniac knows. Yeah. To do that. I yeah. agree. Like, they're, they're, they're good. No, they're I didn't think people. of it until Marty just brought up the fact that Peter Parker's even in it. As soon as you said it, I was like, Shh, well, like, please don't do yeah, that. Well, I mean, do you want Peter Parker bits though? Because otherwise, I'm fine. I don't really care about that. I don't. I mean, it depends on what it is. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't really know what I would want. Like, think about. I don't. I, don't, I can't think of any good reason. Anything that's going to give me solid gameplay. Like, if I'm yeah. playing Spider-Man, I'm playing it because it's a third-person open-world action game, a la Batman. Okay, I get. I get you. But let me ask you this question, right? You compared it to Batman, right there, Bruce Wayne is Batman's alter ego, right? Not the other way around. Right. Bruce Wayne is Batman, right? He puts on the suit yeah. and goes to the gala event. Peter Parker is Peter Parker. Spider-Man is his alter ego. Like, it's I, not... I, he's not Spider-Man. Right? I get that, but the game's not called Peter Parker. The game's called Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, obviously. I, now I want that. <laughs> but, but no, but, like, do you guys get what I'm saying? No, like, I get I what feel you're like saying, but... If you want, if you want like, an arcade... Like beat 'em up, then great. But I feel like we're past that. No, I'm not saying I want an arcade beat 'em up. I'm saying I. Well, sure. I mean that's what I think that that you would get with just being like Spider-Man save the day. Like in in my opinion, you know, especially after seeing gameplay. Well, but I mean, they also they had story bits where he was talking to the police uh, chief. 
you know, what's his, well, he was talking to, um, oh my God, the Kingpin. Oh um, yeah, yeah, Wilson Fisk. Like on the phone and, you know, and then, you know, he's discovering, hey, there's this guy. Yeah. Like, you know, and he was a guy that I thought was really good earlier. So like, I feel like there's going to be interplay, but since I don't know, since like, I, I'm in the same boat as Chris of like, I don't know what that would be. Be that I would want, but this is a fantastic opportunity because that's the case for both of us. So two out of three of the people in here are like, I don't even know why I would want that. This is a great opportunity for Insomniac to come in and say, here's why you want that. Yeah, like show here's me, show me why I should care, and I'm fine yeah, with it. Yeah. Um, here's why you should care just as much about Peter Parker. And 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 switching gears a little bit, um, Telltale did that to great effect with uh, the Batman Arkham or the the Batman yeah. Telltale series. Yeah. yeah. Like, I spent, I had a great time being Bruce Wayne, you know, in a game where Bruce Wayne felt as much of a character, like, you know, in in contrast to what Marty said, like, you can play it where you're Batman the whole time, basically, in the way that you behave and treat other people, or you're, like, just a normal dude who's trying to do the right thing, and, you know, if they they introduce... Yeah, if, and if they can introduce, if Insomniac can introduce, granted, this isn't really their kind of wheelhouse making no, those yeah, sorts no. of like narrative style uh you know games they've been far and away known for their inventive gameplay and like yep. really engaging kind of creative systems but if they can push something that really gets us interested in the story and gives us like dialogue options or something yeah i don't want to like tell them like hey just go copy bioware or telltale or whatever no like, yeah if they can do something interested even if it's fully scripted like bring it on yep I agree. I, I definitely agree. I think that Peter, like, especially with um, Spider-Man now in the MCU and stuff, I think that yeah. he's, like, such a cool part of that, where he's like, oh, jeez, Iron Man, oh, buddy, like, and, and yeah. Iron Man goes to his house, and he's like, don't tell Aunt May. Like, it's so good. Like, I love that aspect of that character. He's, like, a teenager, you know? So, yeah. I, I want to see I want to see more of that in this game. For sure. I, I, I know that I would get bored if it was just like mash X or QTEs, like give me a story to really care. about. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. And now Chris, now your time to shine. Thank God. Marty can finally shut the hell up. Oh dude. Yeah. I'm out of here. He doesn't know anything about. No, goodbye. Good old Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, tell us what they did. Tell us what they gave to us. They told us, um, rocket league. Not only is it coming to switch this holiday, but it is going to be cross uh, platform over uh, over the internets, so you can play Got against some friends over there that are PC playing Rocket League and on Xbox and PC. Oh, you can beat them. That's right. Um, so that was exciting. Xenoblade Two, I don't really care about. Um, nope. So yep. Uh, there's a new Kirby game, which it it's interesting. Um, it uh, it looks more true to form. Reminds me of a bit of Nightmare in Dreamland. Um, Going back to those roots. Yep. There's uh looks like some multiplayer aspects to it, um, and you can also take over um, enemies in the game so that they fight alongside you throughout the game, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2018 for that though. Um, before we even keep going, um, Nintendo for me like this whole conference, this whole E3 really like I liked how short and sweet the conference. The conference was only 25 minutes long. Um, and they, going into it, they told everybody that it was going to be Switch-focused, and it was only going to focus on games in 2017. That was a dirty lie. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
it was one of the best lies they could have told us because yep. they gave us at least like four or five games that we had knew nothing about two of which are definitely coming out next year um so that was really really one of cool which to see. We, one of which i have no idea when it's coming out yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah, they told us there's a new core Pokemon game, um, which is good because after the Nintendo Direct that they had right before E3, the internet was like in a frenzy that, like, where's yeah. my Pokemon Stars on Switch? And here it's because they're not making it. Um, they're actually making a whole new Pokemon adventure for us on Switch. Well, I mean, do you take that to be what that means? They can't, like they said they a new, can't put out... They said out, a new core Pokemon more than a year out. Do you take that to be like the next generation of Pokemon. So yes, I think they, I they can to. do one of two things. They can either, um, release the next Pokemon game on 3ds because the install base is going to be larger. Um, or they can make another, uh, or they, they can have it on both where you can have 3ds and switch, like play alongside one another and then switch be like the mm-hmm. more enhanced 3d version. Um, but, I I don't see a world where where they can get away with not making like a core Pokemon game on Switch. I mean, they said flat out that it's an RPG. So whether yeah. it's something like Pokemon Coliseum, um, it's not going to be like a oh god yeah no. like no, no, I, no, no, I don't no. imagine it being like a Pokemon Stadium kind of game. Um, no. So yeah, I would think that it's like an open world. I would really hope that it's like the game that we've always kind of dreamt of, where it's like this online, almost maybe not MMO, but um, just this vast RPG kind of like maybe Breath of the Breath Wild, of the Wild but but Pokemon with style, Pokemon, right? Basically, right. Oh man, I want do that you, so bad now. <laughs> do you want to see like Pokemon in the world? In the what? In the world, like oh. like Breath of the Wild, right? But and then there's oh, just like yeah. a Charmander flying by. Oh yeah, I yeah. Don't yeah. Think, but that would that be awesome work for what Pokemon? Yeah, is. sure. Well, so here's. My my counter with that is the only way that I think you get that to work and work effectively is yeah. you have it run on... You have it set up in a way where it looks presentable and it runs well on whatever hardware it's on. I don't know that Switch is capable of doing that. Well, um, I, and even like gameplay though, right, Chris? What do you mean? Like... Can you well, like if you walk into grass, like maybe this is what you're talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, Marty, but like you walk into grass, you see a Charmander right there, just waddling around. You see a Bulbasaur over there. I think you around, walk up you and bump up into it, him. and then it like almost like Final Fantasy. Like, but would that even like would that even look good? Would that even work? Why wouldn't it work? I think you. I think you I mean, take. Is, you is make it part of it like the randomness of of bumping into something? I don't oh, know. Is oh, that what you're saying, so Marty? You're saying or? just yeah, enter yeah. tall grass, and then all of a sudden. Um, yeah, like and that's what Pokemon is, right? Begins. Um, but like here, it's just like, well, I'm gonna go find a Bulbasaur, and you're just oh, gonna be like, I'm not gonna fight that. I'm not gonna fight that. I'm not gonna. There's a Bulbasaur. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I, I just see don't what know you if you could play Pokemon like that. I don't know. Like, no, it would be no, fucking you're right, awesome because I to think see a that... Charmander flying in the distance, or like Charizard flying in the distance. Yeah, but I think you add yeah. things like that just for flair, but you can't actually encounter them. But I think you're right when it comes down to catching. Um, fighting, things like that. Like, I think if you're about to battle somebody, like, when you're, let's say you're, you know, going through a route, and there's, like, a series of trainers that you have to battle, maybe you see, like, whoever their starter Pokemon is. 
standing alongside them. Like standing next yeah, to them. Um, that would be cool. Like that I'd be cool with. But yeah, I think that's a very good point. Um, I, I wouldn't want it where I'm just running around and I'm like, oh my god, I've been looking for that for so long. Like I yeah. could just run over and catch it or fight it or whatever. Yeah. Um, I it takes away like a huge... Like a, the world, it, would, it would look weird though. No, maybe like a Since punched out like 3D-ish like just just take what Pokemon is, right? And pull it back a little bit. Give it that switch treatment. Make it look almost like Mario Rabbids view, right? Where it's like punched out top a little down. bit, top down ish, like like Pokemon is, but like more at an angle or whatever. So it's still tall grass. You still don't see what's in there, but like it looks a lot more modern. I think that would really, really suit. That would really be yeah. great. Yeah, because you look at like Pokemon Sun and Moon, and they like they don't they look like Pokemon games. Like they don't. Well, yeah, they don't. Yeah. yeah, they don't look. They don't look great. Yeah, they I, don't I, have a. F- I, I think you like they're not going to make stars because at that point no, no. that's three years if it, if it came out next year that's three years of the yeah. same generation of Pokemon which like yeah. I don't think they've ever done um, and I don't think I, I really don't think they'd be about to do because then they can't license toys and yeah. things like that on all these new Pokemon um, do you yeah. see do you see like a refresh ever where where they reboot the series and yeah, yeah like I mean, original, I think... like, 250 Pokemons. That's it. There's 250 Pokemon. There's old favorites and new ones, and here you go. Instead of, like, what is there, like, 900 well, or something? They kind of did like that with, Fire, Red, and Leaf. Well, Green even X and, and Y was very, was very centric on the original 150. Like, um, like, that was one of the biggest draws was that you could get the original starters, um, and there, there was a lot missing from that game. Um but I don't think you can ever wipe the wipe the slate completely clean, um, because there's always going to be some some Pokemon that is somebody's favorite at this point. Somebody Chandelure is somebody's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. What's that trash Pokemon? Like that's uh, Garbodor. Yeah, that's my favorite Pokemon right there. Trub- Trubbish and Garbodor. Oh my so god! So stupid. The fact that somebody I got that. paid for that. Somebody got paid to make those. Yep. 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 Just a little garbage bag Pokemon. Metroid Prime so, 4 also got announced. It's not being developed by Retro, which means Retro is developing one or two other games, which is crazy which, to me. Well, and also, the crazy part is that this was like the best reveal of the show and then turned out to maybe stealth not be as exciting because I, mean, I think a lot of people are not pleased that Retro is not making this game. Yeah, who is? Do it's an know? it's a brand new studio, um, consisting of some of the people that were a part of the Prime series, and then new people. I don't know. It's like three four three. It almost seems like, yeah. like what they do with well, Halo. Like they are the Metro Studio now. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be called like some random obscure reference. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm excited. Like Kozo Studios or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm not a nerd, but it, yeah, it's sure. it's great to see that it's actually <laughs> being made, and um, you know that we that we got that. Um, we got we got a what did four, I tell you guys? But it's being guys, like we got a split. I'm sure it's, I wanted a Metroid yeah. game. They're giving me a Metroid game, <laughs> and also another Metroid game. Oh, tell us. They're remaking. Metroid 2 in the style 
of Super Metroid, which is about as close as Nintendo could have gotten to giving me Super Metroid 2 without actually giving me Super Metroid 2. Well, you've never played Metroid 2, right? I have not. I mean, I've played, I've played like the first like 30 minutes of Metroid 2, and I got super, super lost. It's super lost. It's a I had that poster game. in my room forever. It was the uh, first Game I'm Boy game very, I ever beat. I'm very, excited about this. Nice. I'm very, very, very excited about this. Yeah. But the thing I'm not excited about is the fact that it's coming out on freaking 3DS. Yeah. Ripperooski. Which is not what I wanted. I mean, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not thrilled that it's coming out on 3DS. Um, I can appreciate the fact that they're not going to leave that many millions of people like to die on the vine just because they're not we're, gonna, we're okay, all, okay. we all can afford a Switch and have them. And Chris over there is freaking tugging on my heartstrings and making me sympathetic for the everyman out there who's got the freaking 2DS for 99 bucks on a Black Friday deal for like 30 bucks or whatever. But then I, I think you know. about like my brother Mark. Yes, yes. Who only... I think everybody should be able to play Metroid. Yeah, well, no, I do, and, like, my brother Mark only has a Switch, so I was like, like, so then the announcement happened, I went, holy crap, Nintendo just announced a new Metro game on 3DS, and he just sent me, like, the rolling eye emoji, he's like, why does it have to be on there? Like, I have a Switch, I don't have a 3DS. Same here, I have a Switch, I don't have a 3DS. Yeah, so, like... Not that I would play that. No, no, but, uh, but I, I get both sides of it, um, and I, and I understand that they're not trying to toss... 3ds out as a viable platform and honestly they can't help it because they don't even have the resources to keep making switch or making yep. enough switches i should say <laughs> no, i understand which is hilarious yeah yeah hey chris i also wanted to touch like you were gonna give me shit because i was like oh well we got a, a, a splash screen that said metroid 4 but like that is no less real than the like three minute cinematic trailer we got for beyond good and evil 2 like right. they literally yeah. showed me the exact same amount of shit about the game. Yeah, like and what, you know what, what gameplay did you see of yeah, that game? Yeah, no, no, little to none. Except was, the sweet stuff behind them. Yeah, but I'm I was with talking you, I'm to somebody you. earlier today, uh, and they made what I thought was a really good point, which is, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, th- the point that this person was making is, they may have shown stuff that is a long ways out. But when has Nintendo announced something that then never came out? Like I, I can't think of. I I can't think of. Oh anything. no no, uh, Star Fox Two never came out. Did they announce? They it? announced it and it they finished it. Like there's ROMs of it out there. It never came out. I mean, okay. Was that <laughs> like one nineteen ninety two? There's there's you get vaporware for. Like, for example, during the Xbox press conference, where the hell was Below? Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, there, there yeah. are games that, like, should be out. Well, I mean, and there, there was the freaking Last Guardian. But I mean, there like, are also, these like... examples. And, like, Nintendo is super careful with their stuff so that when they announce something, There's a very good out. chance it's probably going to come out. Yeah. Um, man, so, there were, I remember, I was thinking back um, today to, like, when Wii U press conferences were a thing... And every year it was just like, I'd have to defend them in whatever way I could. Um, And there was a point where I can't remember what game it was, but it seemed like every time there was a direct or the E3 conferences, they would constantly be like, we're still hard at work at making game X, but it's not coming out until what's that? Once again, Star Fox. No, it wasn't. Because they did that it with was, Star Fox. They did that with Star Fox, but it was, like, very early on in, like, the Wii U life cycle. 
Um, it was like I remember like New Super Luigi U. I think that was one of them. Um, but like it just kept happening over and over again with that system. Um, I'm glad that they didn't. They're not making the mistake of giving hard dates for these games. And honestly, they answered the question that I kept posing was, they seem to have a game for every uh, month for the rest of the year. Except for, once we hit July, we didn't know what was happening. So now in August, we know we have Mario and Rabbids. Um, September, I don't think we have anything. But at that point, two things. I would assume we either get a direct, because that's post-Splatoon, they're going to be pimping Mario... I would guess that they're going to reveal Virtual Console then, hopefully. I don't know. Yeah, you would have said they better. Um, Because they haven't at E3 yet, but there's still time because they're still releasing stuff. Um, Yeah. I'd like to say they're going to do Smash. I don't think they're going to now because... Yeah, I don't see it. The only way I see that they do Smash is if... um, I think the only way you see it this year is if they announce it tomorrow at E3. Because and they, I only say that because the amiibos are coming out, um, in July, and they like yeah. they like to time that stuff together. Or or we uh, we wait a year and we see Smash Nine or whatever it would be, right? Super Smash and they, Switch. And they skip, I don't even, they skip the Smash. I'd be shocked. Uh, Deluxe. Yeah. Yeah. And they just go for the next one. I'd be yeah. shocked. It's well, it didn't it come out pretty early on the Wii U. No. No, mm, not really. When did it come out? It was, was kind of uh, midlife, like fifteen or fourteen, right? I want to say fifteen. Well, yeah, I was go. still okay. living on my parents. I mean, it, it was after. 14. It was after Zelda. It was after all that stuff. Zelda? No, it wasn't. Wind Waker Wind HD. Wind Waker HD. You mean. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Hang on one sec. Uh, like it, it was after. It was after World. It was after New Luigi U. It was after New Super Mario. It was, it was after all that. Stuff. It was definitely like one of the last big games that I bought for Wii U. And wasn't for it a after while. Mario Kart September thirteenth, yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, it's already been three years. Yeah, yeah. Like you could wait until twenty eighteen and boom, four years for a Smash yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a little bit different from the strategy that they've been kind of enlisting so far we've only seen the... one deluxe game though right now we've only seen pokemon no. tournaments another one. Oh, yep. good point i see that game strikes me because it feels like a yeah game. and splatoon's but pretty splatoon much deluxe splatoon 2. no but it's like it's not it really splatoon. you're doing splatoon and splatoon 2 right it's not just splatoon it's 2. like a hybrid of it it's weird oh okay but they're but like we're... they're using like a lot of the same assets and elements from splatoon 1 and then but like yeah, but like that's that's so many games yeah, that, like yeah. yeah, and that's different. It's new I mean, new I, maps, new yeah. guns, new characters, new yeah, story. Yeah, like I don't know, and so it's it's Pokemon tournament DX or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. and and freaking Smash or uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. That's it. Like, so I don't know. And those obviously that's are an interesting early, idea, Marty. I don't know. I hope. I hope. I want to see new stuff. I'm like, it's great that we get these re-releases, but. I don't know. I'm I really want them with my Switch. to leave E3 with like one big bombshell. I just think that would be awesome if tomorrow, like towards like towards the very end of Treehouse Live, they're just like, by the way, here's gameplay of this. It comes oh, yeah. out in three months or whatever. Yeah, that would be and cool. And it's on Switch. I think they have so much positive will right now with like um, with Metroid Four and stuff, or Metroid Prime Four. Like, 
they're good. In in my and Mario Rabbids, apparently yeah. people are coming around on that. Oh no, yeah, Rabbids look good. I just mean like they have that mic drop. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like yeah, for sure. Boom. You know, like what what else? Like you said, something in a couple months would be awesome, but yeah, they they have Metroid Four. So and oh. Arms comes out Friday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is weird, but cool. Yeah, yeah. I some of the other stuff they announced. They announced a new Yoshi game, which looks like a Yoshi's Island game. It's developed but it's just in called uh, Yoshi Unreal Engine Four. I saw. Yeah. It looks real good. It, it's got kind of the uh, the like material uh, kind of quality yeah. of like your uh, little big planet. Yeah, where it's like things look like cardboard, you know, things look like, you know, little pieces of paper and things like that. Looks it, the art is fantastic. It looks very very much like uh like a just a really complicated kind of 2D 3D hybrid um of like a Yoshi's Island game. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um then they also obviously they showed Mario Rabbids, they showed um the DLC for Zelda, which I'm interested in. They showed uh, two different things. One, the Master's Trials are coming out June 30th, and those look like new trials a la Eventide Island, uh, if you've been there in Breath of the Wild. Um, Different really interesting trials where you start out and you have nothing, and then you have to basically survive till the end, which were some of the coolest parts of Breath of the Wild, in my opinion. Um, And then also, holiday this year is something called the Champion's Ballad, which looks like it's going to be kind of more in-depth, kind of looking into the characters of the various champions, the the Ruto champion, the you know the Goron champion, etc. Um, so that looks interesting. I hope that they delve into those characters a little bit more than just the cutscenes we got from the memories. I really was kind of intrigued with those characters, so I hope that they can kind of give us some more. Um, you think any? What do you think, Chris? Um, no, I, I I totally agree. Um, I'm interested to see what the amiibo functionality for those are going to be if it's more that like are you just going to get some of their armor sets or some of their weapons um yeah the amiibos look freaking awesome i want to point that but i do think those what's that like you you already get the champion's weapons yeah like i i really don't know like what kind of functionality this could add um that that isn't equipment because that's what every other amiibo in this game has done um if it adds like more levels or something like that, I don't know. That'd be cool. Um, I think you're kind of screwing people over um, if you're doing DLC and then you're locking stuff out yeah, with Amiibo, though. Um, yeah, that would be pretty not yeah, great. Yeah, so I, I really don't know what else you could give them. And that late in the game, if you bought Breath of the Wild at launch, um, I don't know what's other. Like, I'm gonna buy them. Obviously, I already pre-ordered them. Um, but I uh, I don't know what incentive you have for like the average joe breath of the wild player to be like oh i should go pick up these amiibo um yeah I don't and know. what you know what they're gonna do yeah i don't know uh and then they closed out the show kind of because they kept streaming afterwards and revealing stuff like that metroid 2 remake uh they closed the show with mario odyssey which is coming out 1027 I, uh, Exciting I just put some on, people, perplexing other people. I put on Facebook, um, when I win Dancing with the Stars, that is going to be the theme song for Mario Odyssey is going to be my mirror ball <laughs> win song um, that I'm going to dance to, and it's going to be great. Um, yeah, they they showed off like what like the shtick with this game really is, and it's that you can possess different characters and items and vehicles. Mario's been a ghost the whole time. Things like that. Um, that's like everything Cappy. that this game is, right? What's that? Like that's that, that's like the core of this game. 
Like, yeah, yeah. Is what is what it feels like. Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting I, choice. Different, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of another game that works that way. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. And they, what's cool is I was watching a lot of the Treehouse Live stuff that they had. Um, it seems like there's a lot of hidden areas in the game. Um, ton of collectibles, which I'm all about. Um and they give you there was one point where I don't know if you guys watched any of it there was one point where this uh, the girl who was playing ran off stage because she was going to get some coins and um, you know she's acting like oh no like I just died wait a minute no I didn't and it actually dropped her into a completely different like looking level like it was like a deep forest kind of thing um, so there's there's little random incentives for you to like live on the edge a little bit where like moments where you, you would normally die or things wouldn't work they might actually be to your benefit um so yeah. it's kind of hmm. it gives that same kind of vibe that breath of the wild did where it's like oh yeah i did this thing in this world today and this happened no way oh my god that's awesome like i like that they're incorporating that kind of surprise and wonder into a games that are coming out in 2017 because i feel like you just don't see that because most stuff is either so linear or so difficult that it's like I can't figure this out without a guide, um, and they're I don't know they're 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 keeping it interesting for us, um, where it wouldn't be otherwise. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not sold at all uh, by this game. It is a Mario game, which means I will probably get it, especially if people are saying that it's really great. But that said. There have been Mario games that have been universally uh, praised that I did not like. For example, Galaxy. I did not like Mario Galaxy almost at all. Um, so I beat that game, I think, I, six times. Like, all-stars. I, I, hope, I hope that this isn't like that. Uh, you know, I hope that this is more similar to, like, a 64 or a 3D world or something like that. Or a 3D land, ideally. Um but it looks like it's going to be really super weird and open. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting to see exactly how everything's going to fit together. Uh, I mean, this is definitely an interesting twist and they did a hundred percent leave that for this E3 press conference. We didn't know that until now. And now that's a huge wrinkle. Like Marty was saying, like this is basically the version of flood in Mario sunshine. Like this is, this is the thing of this game and, and you're going to be dealing a lot with this. I'm just wondering how essential it's going to be, how uh, you know how crazy it's going to get. But I mean, he he freaking possessed a dinosaur and put a big old mustache on it. So I mean, we'll see what the heck happens. Did you? Uh, we'll see if we can interrupt Bowser's wedding, and uh, you know, first all of all, that sort of stuff, those but. are the best looking amiibos that have ever been made. Period. Period. And um, so the Mario uh, wedding and Peach wedding. Those could be wedding toppers because they're gorgeous. Like <laughs> yeah, they're in like the white tux. Oh my like, god, the white they're the most <laughs> yeah. like the the attention to detail in these amiibos is just like unreal. I'm really excited to see what they're actually going to do in the game. Um, and the uh, other thing that I oh um in New Donk City, which is the city in that game, um, that looks like a freaking hell land. Yeah. I really like, hope that there's like a story people. reason for that to look that way. But anyway, oh my um, god, looks terrifying. Pauline, who is the uh, the girl that you save in the original Donkey Kong arcade game, 
is the mayor of New Donk City. I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> nice. Just something like silly slide in there. Yeah. And there's a Mariachi Mario, which is dope. I do like the Mariachi Mario. <laughs> I like the T-Rex Mario favorite, personally. Yeah. But. I didn't realize this until somebody else pointed it out, but apparently all of those outfits are references to, like, really old Mario games. Yeah. That's nuts. I have no idea. Like... Mario, like, they've got some guy walking around there that's like, hey, you know, you should also include this. One time, back in the day, Mario was uh, in a mariachi band, and <laughs> yeah. maybe that'd be kind of cool. In 1974, <laughs> it was two pixels. Yeah, yeah I don't know exactly. where that one's from, but I'm pretty sure the, uh, like, the Bug Keeper one or whatever, or, like, the zoo one, um, is, I want to say, like, Mario Picross, but I could be wrong. Um, no idea what you're talking about. No, Didn't know that was a game. Dude, Picross <laughs> is great. Yeah? It's like Minesweeper for puzzles. Wait, isn't Minesweeper a puzzle? Minesweeper I mean, like, is just a like, game where you like always puzzles, lose. Like jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, dude. Minesweeper sucks. <laughs> Minesweeper for jigsaw puzzles. There you go. Anyway. Yeah, man. It was uh, freaking crazy. A lot of stuff. A lot of reveals. A lot of cool business. Marty, any final thoughts? I wish they would have had release dates for, like, anything. Either new stuff or release dates for all the stuff that we already knew about. This was, yeah. like... This was like a, an E3 of three peats. Like there was literally, like I said, three things that really were new, and that's it to me. Like, yeah. and that's what E3 is all about for me is getting these big announcements, big new games, big surprises, and then showing off old games. Like that's I think why I really fell in love with Days Gone is because they had that walkthrough, they had that gameplay walkthrough, but then like. A bunch of the other games were like, here's a trailer. On to the next. I feel so like it's this- yeah. it's near impossible anymore to have like those out of left field completely just jaw dropping yeah, surprise mean- moments because of the internet. Like it, Mario Rabbit's got leaked a month at least a month before E three. That's on UB though. <laughs> no, but like how many loose, games loose has that happened with E threes? I don't know, but like you look at freaking Sony last year. And it was awesome. Like, everything they showed was, a tr- like, completely no one knew about. Days Gone, yeah. no one knew. God of War was like, well, maybe there's gone, a God we, of War game this Days year. Days Gone, we knew it was going to happen. And we knew that Sony Bend was making a game. And we knew it was Spider-Man called Dead Man Don't was Ride. Comple- yeah. Spider-Man totally was, well, yeah. <laughs> that was the code name for it. Spider-Man was completely out of left field. Like, yeah. d- even freaking seeing as much of Death Stranding as we saw. Like, that shit's cool. Yeah. And then, like, it is. I'm know. so glad I, Death I, Stranding was an I had fun. three. Me too. Me too. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Or, or they need to freaking go back in their holes and make Stop that game. Stop making trailers and, and make back. a damn game. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm just. I mean, that was I it. Mean, it was good. It was good stuff. I just. I wish we would see either big surprises along with release dates or release dates for the shit you've already announced. Yeah. And we yeah. got neither. But it was still cool. Still a lot of cool shit to talk about. Yeah. It was still a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and we had a lot of time. We had a lot of fun streaming for you guys over uh, at our Twitch channel, which is Twitch.tv/slash/theplatformerspodcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And this has been episode fifty, the big five zero. We're coming up on our one year anniversary, guys. Yeah, boy. Yay. Whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, if you had a good time hanging out with us, hit us up on Twitter. We'd like to get to know you. We'd like to chat with you about uh, all the stuff that we've been talking about. What was your favorite game of the show? What was your favorite thing that you saw announced that you can't wait to keep looking forward to until it finally comes out inevitably in like freaking 2027? Uh, 
if you want to chat at us, I am on Twitter at Ribnax. R-I-B-N-A-X. I am at Shrives93, S-H-R-I-V-E-S-9-3 on, like, literally everything. I am at D-A-T-K-N-E-W, dat new. All of us corporately are at Platformers Pod. Uh, as I said earlier, you can catch us on Twitch. If you want to find a one-stop shop for everything we do, check out our new website, theplatformerspod.com. Nope. You can find links. Theplatformerspodcast.com. Uh, sorry, sorry. I don't know what the heck I was talking about. Yes, I totally got it wrong. It is, yes, www.theplatformerspodcast.com. I don't know. I got uh, freaking mixed up with the Twitter handle. Whatever. That's 100% on me. You can find links to our Twitter, our Twitch channel, our YouTube uh, like everything we do, the videos that we post there, all that sort of stuff. Uh, go check it out. Let us know what you think. Review us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all the places you find podcasts. That helps more people to find the show, to hear about it, to enjoy hanging out, watching ridiculous things like Metroid Reveals with us. So until next time, what I want you guys to do is go over walk over to your platform of choice pick it up cradle it lovingly in your arms give it an open mouth kiss a little bit of tongue a little bit of tongue and just tell it how much it means to you and thank it for the myriad hours of enjoyment that it gives you because you know what we take these things for granted <laughs> and you just if you need to hug your switch if you need to give a little tongue if you got a screen protector on it's gonna be fine <laughs> You're not going to screw everything up. How about my OG Xbox One that weighs like 43 pounds and I have to whip around the freaking external battery? Yeah. Is that all right? <laughs> like a tail. Yeah, yeah do it, Marty. Pull that dusty bee out where of the do closet. I, where, do I put, where do I put my Kinect? Like, do, do I'm not, not going to tell oh you. God. I think that I th- that's, <laughs> you know, that's for each man to decide for himself. Where you put your Kinect. Uh, you know, what, what they do with the Kinect. But yeah, do that. And uh, until next time. We are out.